0: This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, here with the 21st episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are 4-4 and and getting ready to face the Dallas Cowboys, who are 5-3, at 425 Sunday at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. There's no way to describe it. This is a must-win football game for several reasons. The Falcons need to stop their losing ways. They've dropped four of their last five games, wasted their 3-0 start. The Cowboys are 5-3 over in the NFC East. They're chasing the 8-1 Philadelphia Eagles. There are several scenarios that can play out. One of them would be the Falcons and the Cowboys fighting for a wild card spot as the Falcons are chasing the Saints 6-2 and the Panthers at 6-3. Very important game on Sunday. A lot of fans probably sold their PSL tickets too, so uh, you know it's going to be difficult. In the Mercedes-Benz Stadium for the Falcons to stop their slide, but they must do so against the Dallas Cowboys. I look back at the series. This will be the 25th meeting. Dallas leads the series 14 to 10. However, the Falcons have won the last two, 39 to 28, and Dallas. In Coach Quinn's, I believe, it was his second game as a head coach. September the 27th, 2015. And then the other one, uh, last two, 19-13 on uh, November the 4th, 2012. Of course, you know, before last season Super Bowl, the, the Falcons were known for another playoff meltdown, and that was against the Dallas Cowboys. But we just are dealing with the regular season records here uh, for this game. One of the big issues going into the game we'll hear about is uh, whether Ezekiel Elliott's going to play or not. Uh, The Second District Court uh, in New York and Manhattan will be hearing his uh, appeal on Thursday. But, uh, you know, the Falcons are going to do the right thing and plan that he's going to be there uh, accordingly. Now, if he's not there, Alfred Morris is uh, the backup. Alfred uh, had a great start to his career with Washington, Uh, 1,600 yards as a rookie. Uh, He went three straight years with over 1,000 yards. The Redskins didn't resign him. Uh, Took them a while to replace him, and uh, he signed with Dallas as a free agent. He'll be the backup if uh, Elliott cannot play. Elliott, of course, was the PFWA's offensive rookie of of the year last season, beating out his teammate, Dak Prescott. With all the controversy surrounding his domestic violence case uh, with the league and the punishment, the six games and so forth, he's still been able to rush uh, for 783 yards on 191 carries, uh, seven touchdowns there. Uh, so uh, he's still been very productive. He kind of makes that offense go, he makes that offensive line look better. Uh, you know, they're able to throw off a of play action uh, with him running the ball. Uh, Des Bryant uh, suffered ankle and knee against the Chiefs. They're coming off a big win against the Chiefs, uh, but he'll be expected to play. Left tackle Tyrone Smith also had a groin injury. In the Kansas City game, and we'll monitor that this week as we get official injury reports today. So Dallas is uh, a team on a roll a little bit. They uh, started out two and three. They've won their last three games, and they're coming into Atlanta off of a big win over Kansas City. Now the Falcons have a lot of things they need to correct, and uh, uh, the Carolina showing wasn't a good one. You know, and we'll talk about the run defense here. Uh, later, but it's three things we have boiled it down to: it's the penalties, drops on offense, or sputtering the attack and the run defense. The Falcons have 61 penalties for 471 nullified uh, uh, yards and 157 nullified yards and 18 nullified first downs. So 61 penalties and 471 total yards. The nullified yards are 157, and the two big ones were the kickoff returns of 52 and 65 yards. Uh, Sherrod Neisman and uh, Kamal Ishmael on those. 18 first downs, that's just too many. And uh, 22 uh, penalty yards, differential. So that means that they... Or uh, at 471, and they're a negative 22 yards because the other team is at, I think, 440. The opponents are at 449. So they're losing the penalty battle. They're shooting themselves in the foot with penalties. And then execution errors, 16 drop balls. Uh, of course, Julio had the big one last week. There were four in New York the week before that. And that's third in the league. Uh, with drop passes. So, you know, that, that's execution. The penalties are coaching. The drops are execution. And the run defense may be the most problematic issue Uh, Because in all four losses, the teams have ran the ball and nobody powered it up like Carolina did. They were not even trying to pass and uh, ended up with 201 yards, uh, you know, running a lot of Cam Newton for 86. And then some misdirection with McCaffrey for 66. Those are things that, uh, you know, you can't have, um, keeps the offense off the field. And they're already misfiring, so they need more opportunities. Uh, But the run defense, if that problem persists, and I said this before, uh, it's going to be a long season. You know, the playoffs is is a pipe dream if they cannot get that settled. And, uh, you know, just staying in your gaps is not the right answer. They got to win. They got to dominate. They got to attack. They can't be fooled by misdirection. They have to penetrate, get upfield, find the ball, get to the running back and lay them down. And they haven't been doing that. So, And they can talk about getting out of their gaps and all that stuff. Uh, all they're saying there is, hey, we're losing our blocks. We're losing too many battles up front, and that's creating holes. Or we're getting food. We're not reading our um, uh, uh, misdirection plays. We're not reading our keys. And we're getting out of position. So there it is. Going to wrap up today with the uh, 21st episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. We've got the cover 9 at 9 blog dropping, where we give the midterm grades out there. I'm pretty sure you'll agree it's been a pretty much a C effort and a F uh, in the run defense uh, category. Uh, the coaching's not uh, not up to par either. We're going to give them a, uh, we'll let you read it. Go find out and see how uh, they were graded uh, at the midterm here in the 2017 season just like to thank everybody for subscribing and downloading the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Take care and have a great week. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Blustein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nigut, are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black songs.